Listen up, boys and girls. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away. Yes, it's Brad Giesa. I'm pretty sure that people are sending me pictures of there. I haven't found one picture of him that doesn't look completely badass crazy. Okay, these uh, stories are going to be stories of New Year's resolutions. And I had, I, I was much more of a person that did resolutions in the past because I, I didn't take them as seriously. And, and that was probably the reason that most of them failed. And I will say right off the bat that all my resolutions to quit drinking, including the most serious of them, failed miserably. It wasn't until I actually got help and I went to a, a program where I was in, in, in a medical facility where, where I could detox. That, that's the only way I was able to do that. There was, no, there was no absolute willpower that was available to me at that point to be able to do that. But there were in other aspects. Now, I had quit, tried to quit smoking a couple of times. I was like, ah, this will be my last... I think my last time I, I smoked this year, and I at the end of the, you know, as they're doing the fireworks, I'd have the last cigarette. Sure enough, probably later that night or even the next morning, I'm, I'm having this cigarette because I I didn't I didn't take it more than just uh, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. So if you if you really want a resolution to take hold and, and to, to stay firm, this is what I had to do. I had to make it ceremonial. And uh, that way it had more gravity. I also, what I did is I announced it on the air, which, which made me accountable. I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to quit smoking on this day. So that way, if I, if I didn't, everyone could very rightfully mock me for, for not doing it. So I, I, I announced it on the air. And it was on a New Year's. It was gonna, we were living in San Francisco, and I said, I'm going to quit smoking on New Year's. So here's what I knew is I knew I made that decision a month before New Year's. So... I bought what I knew was going to be my last carton. And I bought it. Here's my last. Find my last carton of cigarettes. Marlboro 100. Coolest cigarettes you're ever going to smoke, by the way. You never look cooler or, or die more quickly than when you're smoking a Marlboro What makes, uh, Marlboro what makes cigarettes look cool? I never thought they looked cool. It's the chicks, man. The chicks think they look cool. Do they? <laughs> Maybe it's because it's uh, you're met, you're playing with fire. Not, not only are you playing with fire, but you're inhaling it. It's I like, don't believe that. means nothing to me. It's just fire. <laughs> and, and first, I originally started to stunt my growth so I wouldn't be freakishly tall. So I smoked several years just as a medical necessity. But I, I, I had reached the point where I realized I, I, what a doofus. I didn't want to do that anymore. Okay. And, and here's what it was, really. Not only was my health, obviously, I could, I could see that it was deteriorating. My, my wind was going away. But our daughter, Paxi, was giving me some hints because she was saying, you know, they're saying that, that, that cigarettes are drugs. Yeah. And she got in a big, she started crying when she said, they are not because my mom and dad smoke and my mom and dad don't do drugs. So there was a big thing at school. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I said, would you like your daddy to quit? And she goes, yeah, daddy, I, I would really like you to quit. And I said, okay, I will, but you need to give me, I can't just do it right now. You need to give me some time to do it. That's why I got my month time frame. So I bought ceremonially my last carton of Marlboro 100s. And then as I smoked them, I realized, all right, these I'm smoking the last. Then I got to the last pack. And this is like near the last day. Open the ceremonial last pack. I'm smoking them. And finally, the time... Don't do it. I'm warning you. Do not the, do the it. The time came. The time I was... I knew would have to come when I'm smoking the ceremonial last cigarette. Yeah. And I'm telling you, 
I smoked that thing to the ceremonial filter. I was, uh, I was, I was taking some <laughs> ceremonial laughs puffs that had no, oh, no. no real tobacco. <laughs> you smoking paper? I put the filter on that one. But after all that, I felt like okay, the ceremony was complete. I, I had gone through all the steps. I knew that that was the last. I, I ground out the last butt and I threw it away. I didn't want to just leave it on the sidewalk. But then I also, I used the patches. I, it helped to have the nicotine patches. Cool. But the ceremony and the addition of the patches are, are what pulled me through. And um, But I, I'll be really honest with you, though. This is what, and I didn't realize this till later. I didn't drink for about a month because I, drink is one of those things that would just wear your resolve right away. So I thought, I, I, if I start drinking, I'll start smoking. So I waited at least a month. Then I did some drinking when I was fishing, and I... I didn't have a cigarette. I had a little piece of a patch on. I realized I could drink without smoking. And I started drinking really heavy. No. That, I, that, no on, honestly, Brad. honestly, that's when I started no. drinking really heavy. No. So it, it did kind of fishtail into alcoholism yeah. for a while. But yeah. but then I, I finally cleared myself out, out of yes, that. Too. Congratulations. So, yeah, there you go. So it was kind of a good thing that led to a bad thing that eventually led to a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Make it ceremonial. Be serious about it. 